This is so freaking cool. You know, when I was in Central City, nobody had a clue who I was. I had to explain to each shift that I wasn't a fangirl or a groupie or a paralegal. I spent hours, days, doing nothing and having nothing to show for it. Eating crappy vending machine food and drinking terrible coffee, hoping that somebody, anybody, would give me a hand. And it was so boring. Then I came to Metropolis and Big Daddy Lux Luther hooked me up. Not only do I have a swanky place in the city, which I'm totally used to now, they even greet me at the door, but I have a laminate with my name on it at Strikers Island. That's right, real credentials in hard plastic. Man, they know how to treat you right. In addition to that, the first episodes of the podcast have been released, and am I supposed to say dropped? Is that the right term? I don't care, but they're out there, and they started to get some traction. I even started getting fan mail. Me! I mean, okay, a couple of them were really creepy, and most were wish lists of who I should talk to. Uh, sorry, the real skeets, but I don't think I'll be chatting with Gorilla Grodd anytime soon. But keep those email messages flowing. I love to read them. And the contact info is on my site. My publishers even told me some news outlets have been sniffing around, mostly small press right now, local and print, but they say that that could just be the beginning. I could get on the talk show circuit. Heck, I could even show up on Good Day Metropolis if I played my cards right. Things are looking up. But back to the interview at hand. I got a chance to speak with one of the most colorful villains I've met so far. I'm still trying to understand why exactly certain villains always fight the same heroes. Now, this guy is most closely identified with The Flash, but his bio shows that he's fought a wide variety of heroes. It was an encounter with Booster Gold that landed him here in Strikers. Here it is. James Jesse. Wow, it sounds weird saying it that way. Or... Do you prefer to be called the trickster? Either way, call me what you like. What do I care? James, then. Great. Hi. I'm sorry, but is something wrong? Yeah, I just found out they wrote the best character off my favorite show. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, what do I even have to live for now? Well, it can't be that bad. You still have, um... (laughs) Don't strain yourself, honey. The question was rhetorical. Wow. You're not at all like I expected. They said I'd be a maniac, bouncing off the walls, giggling like a loon? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, it's an off day. So, uh, what show? Good day, Metropolis. Good day, Metropolis? But that's a news show. Oh, you know it. Get this. They decided to write Tana Moon off the show. Can you believe it? Going to WGBS. Yeah, right. But that's a news show. It's not a drama. Tana Moon is an entertainment reporter. That's her job. Those are real people. Of course they're real people. Otherwise, it'd be animated. No, I I mean, those aren't actors. They're real people. Anchors, doing their jobs, reporting the real news of the day. 
You think the new shows are real? Can they say I'm crazy? Uh, okay. Would it be all right if I ask you a couple of questions? Best ask me quickly before despair does me in. Well, I've got to ask. Why the costume? <laughs> to stand out. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's very bright, colorful. Most of the villains stick with one or two colors, but you... I've got them all. Not quite Rainbow Raider, but I'm up there. So why such an, and I hope I don't offend you, outlandish costume? (laughs) It's been a long time since anyone cared about offending me. The main reason is because it's ugly. It's hideous. An affront to the eye. It's not even clown-worthy. But you clearly spent a lot of time working on it. Why make it so audacious? Because that's the gag. Look at uh, who's the angry guy with the teleporting guns? B- Bloodsport. This dude is decked out in camouflage. In the middle of the city, mind you. Bandana, huge compensation package. Everything screaming, I am manly man. Watch me pee on everything. <laughs> so, of course, Big Blue flies in, defeats him. Hooray, the crazy soldier guy is defeated. Big Jimmy Olsen, original above the fold of those rippling pectorals. But me, I'm a joke. I'm in ugly clothes, throwing yo-yos, making terrible puns that everyone hates. I actually really like puns. Me too. But the heroes hate them, especially the bat. The point, and I do have one, the point is I don't make sense. I'm silly, unpredictable but a legitimate threat, and they can't stand it. But why do it this way? Wouldn't you be a more successful criminal if you were serious about it? Boy, you've given me some solid advice on how to be a better bad guy. I think I'll dedicate my next crime spree to you. Oh, no, no, that is not what I meant. Please don't. (laughs) I'm only fooling. Listen. I do what I do the way I do, not because of compulsion or a clown once stole my lunch money. I don't do things the easy way because it's the easy way. Defeating the Flash with super speed, yawn. But stopping him with a bag full of marbles and a dance ribbon? Now that's impossible. But I did it. It makes the crazy how I can pull this off. And that's the trick. Wow. Can I just say, your mood seems to have really turned around. Huh. So it has. You've got a real knack for this listening business, sweetie. You should think about doing it for a living. I am. That is what I'm doing. Are you going to be a journalist? Maybe. An author first, but after that, who knows? Why? Well, do you think you can introduce me to Tana Moon? Legible Scrawl presents To Prove a Villain, Episode 10, Trickster, written by Kyle Olson, performed by Shannon Jelly and Christopher R.K. Campbell, produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick and Shannon Jelly. Follow us on Twitter at Legible Scrawl. Check out our Facebook page or drop by our website, LegibleScrawl.com, where we do cool things and answer the important questions, like what would happen if a struggling psychology major interviewed DC villains? You're welcome.